Hey guys, time to break out your sunglasses at night. This week we're going to be digging into Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Hey guys, welcome back to 8-Bit Archaeology. This week we're going to be talking about Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And I also have a guest with me this week. Say hi, Dave. Yes, hi. It's uh, Dave. It's all right up here in Mr. Dave's noggin. Dave, I told you not to do that voice. <laughs> the first thing I told you when you came in the door was not to do the voice. And you did it. Uh... So, Dave is one of my friends that I've known for a little while now who mm-hmm. probably has the most active game collection that I've seen in recent memory. Yeah. Um, when I go over Dave's apartment, I have to sit on a console. So. No, Okay, maybe exaggerating it, but anyway, Dave, Dave knows. I have a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, Dave has and a lot of I stuff. live in a studio apartment in Philadelphia, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> you gotta. It's kind of hard to find space. Yeah. So, um, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, your like briefly your background with gaming? When did you start? What What are your kind of favorite games? And then we'll you know pivot right over to what we're talking about this week. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I started. I started gaming. My gaming career started. Uh, about, like, you know, like, just watching my sister, like, play, like, Super Nintendo, NES kind of stuff, and, you know, she would let me play, which I would often lose, uh, (laughs) and, uh, basically, yeah, I just sort of got in with that. I got into the PC gaming scene, uh, actually, a lot with the Grand Theft Auto series, uh, my mom, who, unbeknownst to her, bought me for like $10 at Walmart, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 3. And then she's like, well, I guess it's all downhill from here. So she just bought me like Vice City and San Andreas. Like, yeah. like you know. And uh, yeah, so like for like Grand Theft Auto, that's sort of like how I started with like PC gaming and stuff. And then, you know, I eventually bought like a nice PC to run stuff. And now I built my own PC, that kind of thing. So are you, are, are, you, are you Mr. PC Games or Superior or? I'm more of like, it's like a preference. You go back, okay. Like it's more you if like- things are on PC, because like the thing is with PC is like for me is like I can play them on my laptop if I can handle it, uh, <laughs> or like and like I or I could play it on my desktop versus like consoles are a little bulkier to kind of yeah take I got around. you yeah, yeah I got you that 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 sort of novelty hasn't you know come to fruition in new consoles to like the latest generation with like the Switch or whatever so yeah. Yeah. So uh, with that, I think we're going to pivot into this week's game, which is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So Grand Theft Auto Vice City was published in 2002 by Rockstar Games. Uh, it was the, I guess, sequel to Grand Theft Auto 3. Well, actually, it's more of a prequel, because Grand Theft Auto 3 takes place in 2003. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't mean like plot-wise. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it came through. in the sequence of the, in the, sequence. Of the 3D yeah. ones, yeah. So, um... And basically, Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first 3D open-world interpretation of a game that Rockstar took on. So Vice City was sort of the next progression in their series of open-world crime games, pretty much. Um, the, to give a brief synopsis of the game, it stars a... Our main character's name is uh, Tony Vercetti, I think. My Vercetti. Vercetti, okay. Vercetti. Yeah. And, what? Uh, yeah. Right you're right you're right Italian? Right off the bat. Okay. You know what? Well... That, that, that's the that's the tricky part sometimes, okay? Um, anyway, it stars this main guy, and he is a sen- he gets out of jail at the beginning of the game after being in jail for about 15 years, and he gets sent off to Vice City by uh, his mob boss to 
work his way into the drug scene, and eventually he works his way up to being the kingpin of all Vice City crime. So the, the game revolves around him slowly taking over the crime syndicate in mm-hmm. Vice City. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot how that uh, sort of mirrors a lot of the pop culture movies and shows and culture of the 80s, and how Rockstar kind of took some you know, pretty big things in pop culture, whether it's like um, Scarface or Miami Vice and kind of turn those mm-hmm. into an accurate yeah. representation of the time period in a, you know, a, a fictional, fictional Some landscape. Land. Yeah, landscape, so. But yeah, just to add to that story, like I know, like, well, like the, actually, like in the beginning, it's like Time for Steady comes out of jail for doing time for the family and the one crime boss is like, oh, you know, hey, he's, you know, what do I want to do with this he guy? Does, yeah, he, he just sends him, him, he sends yeah. him, he's, so he sends him to uh, Vice City. To kind of get him out of his hair, right? To do a, a drug deal. Mm-hmm. It goes wrong. Right. Loses the money. Yep. And the drugs. Yep. <laughs> and so, yeah, like, that's sort of, like, how it all starts. Yeah. And Oh, and then, you know, to note, the game was originally developed for PS2, and you can pretty much get it on any... Uh, console nowadays. Dave yeah. was telling me about five minutes ago how you can probably pick it up at Walgreens. Um, <laughs> Walmarts. <laughs> Walgreens, Walmarts, the same thing. I mean, honestly, most people listening will probably get it on like Steam or whatever, but yeah, yeah it's uh, super easy to get and super easy to run on any computer. Alright, so with that, let's dig into a bit of the inspiration and lore. <laughs> Okay, so for Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Rockstar kind of shifted their focus away from Liberty City and went back to Vice City, which I believe appeared in another Grand Theft Auto game earlier on. I think Grand Theft Auto 2? Yeah, yeah. I think it was, like, yeah, one of the top-down... Well, obviously, the only other ones are top-down ones. Uh, Yeah, because, like, I believe... um, I think it might have been 2. One of them, you can go to, like, multiple cities. Yeah. Because they were just 2D cities, it was pretty easy to have multiple cities. But, yeah, so... So, but making the shift from 2D to 3D, Rockstar, you know, essentially had to build the city from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So, the the time period that they decided to, you know, look on and emulate was 1980s Miami. So, mm-hmm. that's kind of where this whole drug lord, uh, neon aesthetic stuff comes from, is sort of Miami's 80s culture. So, I want to talk about kind of what inspired the plot first, which is mainly, uh, the plot of the game is mainly a retelling of like an amalgamation of two movies. It's it's a little bit of Scarface and it's a little bit of Carlito's Way. And ironically enough, those are both Al Pacino movies. Al Pacino. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, don't, no, don't do you that. You want to say hello to my little friend. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. Um, but essentially, those those movies and, you know, you, we were talking about this before, that um, crime movies in the 80s all follow some similar plots. There's mm-hmm. usually a ma- mafia involved, there's usually some drugs, and <laughs> there's usually a standoff of some kind. Yeah, some crime organization. Yeah, you, you have some character with a messed up background who works their way into an even more messed up situation and ends up becoming a crime boss or club owner or something like that. So, um, I know you don't know Carlito's Way as much. Carlito's Way mm-hmm. is basically, this guy gets out of jail, decides mm-hmm. to help out his friend even though he denounces crime, and then he ends up um, it, it, I think it's a drug bust gone wrong, oh, and geez. and he ends up being the only one who makes it out, and he loses the money. So he ends up having to, he ends up being entangled in this nightclub and ends up owning the nightclub, and then mm-hmm. eventually like works his way through other jobs and then ends up getting killed. And you know, Scarface is kind of similar, 
Well, with the drugs. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that there's Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit more different elements there because it, it involves, like, some relations with Cuba and stuff and yeah. immigration. Yeah. But essentially, it takes these, like, bottom pit characters who work their way up to the top of something powerful and then it ends mm. up coming to bite them in the ass in the end. Icarus too, flew too close to the sun. Yeah, essentially. Mm. So, uh, you know, to- <laughs> Tommy goes through that same thing, right? He, um... Starts out as nothing. Like you said, his boss um, doesn't want him around at first, doesn't know where to put him, mm-hmm. so he puts him in Vice City on a drug bus that uh, goes wrong, and he ends up losing the money. So he, the game's plot follows him trying to recover the money, but then he also slowly starts to take over the crime scene, right? Yeah, more or less. So, I mean, yeah. It's just like through meeting people and everything, he figures out sort of how easy it is to kind of essentially game the system and control these rackets essentially because like the latter half of the game is essentially just trying to make enough money to buy certain like rackets like a taxi cab company uh nightclub there's uh what else like uh, a printing uh a printing uh place I, I forget the actual proper term but that that essentially is like counterfeit money right yeah. So the storyline of the game was sort of based on these forms of uh, these you know stories that were told through media that were a pretty common story told through some different movies in that time period. And uh, I read too that the Rockstar team actually was watching the, those in Miami Vice during the yeah. entire I mean, it definitely production shows. process. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I want to swivel into next is like the the Miami Vice aspect of it. Yeah, well, no, basically, like if you go, um, which is like um, the character Ricardo Diaz. He's played by Luis Guzman or voiced by Luis Guzman. He, uh, yeah, you eventually, yeah, kill him. But like, he's essentially like Scarface because, yeah. like, it, it, like, literally, like, you go up into his because like, his house is like an enterable asset, I guess you would say. Uh, and so, like, you would go up to his office; it looks exactly like Scarface. And there's also, there's also a standoff at the end, correct? Yeah. So, like, Tommy takes over that 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 after he kills Diaz, he yeah. then takes over that mansion, and then that's sort of like when the whole racket idea comes in like where you start buying properties and making money off of them yeah so um and to go on the miami vice point the team was also watching this constantly when they were developing the game and really what they pulled from this was sort of recreating 1980s miami like it was it it, what what i'm seeing most as a parallel between it is sort of the music and the aesthetics right so so miami vice is all neon signs miami strip long beaches all that good stuff and then yeah long yeah 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 like, long, yeah, like like long stretches of yeah, long stretches of beach with like Art Deco buildings, which yeah, yeah like basically like that was just like it, it, I've watched my advice, you haven't. Uh, <laughs> so like actually like the way Miami Vice is sort of like in terms of cinematography is very like cinematic. Yeah, and so it like really shows off the city and sort of like the you know of course like it, it, the the Art Deco kind of like buildings, but also you know just like the general architecture of it. Uh, which you would appreciate. Yeah, well, that's, that's, <laughs> I, I was literally about to say that. Yeah. But, but yeah, so they, they took a lot of the aesthetic choices made in Miami Vice and turned it into sort of an open world environment. Mm-hmm. So there were definitely some you know creative liberties taken when oh, yeah. when making a, a city out of nothing because they and, had a 2D... You know, also, this was 2002. Yeah. It's not going to be a one-to-one oh, recreation. Oh, also, it's not the graphic heyday of anything. Yeah, like... like okay. Actually, it kind of works with the Art Deco a little bit. It does, yeah. Because, like, you know, it's very... 
It's very it's sti- it's stylized in the way that you, you know how some of the outrun graphics rely a lot on like heavy forms yeah. of lighting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that's the same in this yeah, game. Yeah, so like you can get away with sort of yeah. the limitations of yeah. say consoles or PCs. At the I mean, time. so the the aesthetics are and you can even see it in the loading screens. That's where I see it the most. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> which are now like completely annoying because like I played this on PC a few days ago to like just sort of refresh my memory. Yeah, I, I posted back in a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, and um like basically like so like they're separated into like islands yeah. and anytime you cross over into an There's island a loading screen, screen yeah <laughs> well like okay so like you were you were playing it on ps2 so obviously like for load PS2, times are really slow load yeah. times are slower but, like on pc it's like it's like you'll just see like a flash on the screen of like what the like welcome to vice city yeah and it's like it, it literally happens like like a, a fraction of a second yeah. it's like poof, it's and like it, what the and it's either like it's either like, it's usually like a really strong contrasted color background with either like a yeah. scantily clad woman a drug dealer one of the main characters something like that well no i, I think on the pc it, it it looks like one of those like sort of like postcards you would get oh. like so it's like uh, like you know pastel blue oh. or like cream orange yeah 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 well well it's, it's those colors that are associated with sort of the neon yeah the neon, yeah the like the graphics. sort of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, when you take when you take the sort of narrative that was formed from these like eighties crime movies, especially since both the movies starred Al Pacino, yeah, Tommy in a way is like he doesn't he doesn't they have really any love their Al Pacino. They do love their Al Pacino. Um, and then you t- you sort of mash it with these uh, you know aesthetics of that time period, you get something that's pretty indicative of uh, when the game or the time period that they were aiming for in the game. Especially mm-hmm. like I read something about the fact that like crime back then was almost kind of like. Oh yeah, no, like in Miami itself, like it was like that's why, like actually, when going back to Miami Vice, uh, that's why, like uh, Miami Vice, like on TV when it first came out, Miami, like people officials in Miami were like worried about it, yeah, because they're like, this is gonna make our city look awful, like a shithole, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, but actually, it just popularized the city and actually really boosted tourism for it, yeah. and you know. And also, like, I think led to the preservation of, like, those Art Deco buildings on, like, uh, on Miami Beach. Yep. Yeah. So, one area of the game that I think is pretty quintessential to the whole experience of the game is the music. So. Yeah, so in my, I mean, in my opinion, this has one of the best licensed mm-hmm. soundtracks for a game ever. Yeah. Um, you know, the, there's the, it's a smattering of '80s pop, rock, and new wave that kind yeah. of thing. Like basically the movie that, or the movie, the music that um, encapsulates the the '80s. Like, like whenever you think the like, you can listen to every song that this game has and just like it's just like that's like you know it'd be playing on like an oldie station right right like it, it's, yeah. it's indicative in the time period yeah. and then also i mean they pull it from the source material too like crockett's theme is yeah no it's great i love it yeah it's literally crockett's I love theme. it they take it verbatim and i'm pretty sure that's what they use as in the marketing trailer for the game da, 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 yeah and then there's like uh the talk radio station yeah i was about to touch which on are amazing. hilarious yeah. to listen to yeah my favorite one is uh passion 88 whatever oh the passion yeah, I mean, it's... The, 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 yeah, like, the yeah, like with the DJs and all that. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, it, it, yeah, so, like, the DJs are great. And, like, I think, like, hello, I'm Fernando. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. Like, yeah, Fernando. Uh, K-Chat was always one of my favorite yeah, things to K-Chat. tune into because you would have, like, callers. I like, I like VCPR. Yeah. It's, it's, like, trying to be, like, like 
PVS or NPR rather. Right. And it's like you know, I mean, like they don't they don't talk like there's a baby in the in the in the room with you. But like, it, <laughs> oh, why did you do that? <laughs> the listeners are gonna love that. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, like it's just like the ridiculous conversations they would have. Yeah. So they they take these elements of like they actually make individual radio stations that when you're driving you can pan between and that and that's pretty standard with all yeah, the like, Grand Theft Auto. But, like, the fact that you can pick the channel to go to... this, I remember distinctly in this game, when I was going to a mission, staying in the car to, to wait out the end of a song. Because, <laughs> like, the music is just so, like, in a quintessential and, like, ingrained in the experience of just driving through Vice City that it's kind of... Like, without that, I feel like the game would fall flat. Because... Oh, yeah. Well, no, like, I mean, the 80s, like, basically, like, it was a huge pop culture decade. Like, in terms of looks... And in terms of, like, the music, like, the music, like, that was when MTV launched. Yeah. So, like, music was really huge and, like, uh, like over the top, like, by today's standards. And, well, I, I don't know. Compa- I mean, I, mean <laughs> I don't listen to too much modern I mean, stuff. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've listened to a lot of things recently that are actually going back more towards this. Like, the, the 80s. Yeah, it's definitely, like, the certain sound, like, the yeah, synthy kind yeah. of sound. That stuff's actually, like, it's coming back in because it's yeah. been about 30 years. I Mostly think. in, like, the alternative. I mean, like, there is pop music that's reminiscent yeah. of it. But... But, um, but even just, like listening back to some of the soundtrack of this game i realized that this is where i got like an intense love of 80s music from like it like i didn't realize until circling back to this material that really influenced uh what i like listening to today yeah yeah no like i well okay yeah this was one of the influences but like for me it was like oh yeah because you're obsessed with outrun music my my, well yeah but like my (laughs) my my parents had like the serious radio and they'd always have it on the 80s Mm. station and actually that's sort of how i'm able to and this is like a stupid party trick, just be able to like listen to any 80s song and be able to name most of the time the band or artist and yeah. then the song name. No, you're, you're good at that. We've done yeah. that. We've played that game before. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, and, like, and like typically all I have to do is just listen to the intro. Yeah, it's really I'm weird. Like, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure you have a Shazam built into your brain. <laughs> just for like one just for decade. 80, just for one decade, yeah. yeah. And you're like, it's, it's all, all up, up here. here. <laughs> it's all up in here in Dave's yeah. noggin. But like, I, I, I mean, it's... It, it's it sucks that i can't like i would love to like run through an entire list of what Mm. like the best songs are but like i think the thing to pull from it is the fact that they curated the the playlist that is this game so closely to resemble Mm -hmm. the time place and the period Mm -hmm. that it gives you you know nowadays it gives you nostalgia for a time period that we didn't live in because you played a game that resembled yeah that that that, that resembled it yeah no like i mean i guess i can sort of credit yeah, like basically kind of like for that kind of thing where I'll watch older TV shows a lot of the time. Like I watch, like I've said, I've watched Miami Vice, I've watched like Knight Rider and all these kind of like older TV shows right. that yeah. a guy born in 94 <laughs> wouldn't necessarily want to watch. No. But yeah, like it just, you know, I mean nowadays with streaming, everything's online, so. Right. Yeah, yeah so the music is pretty fantastic and if you can find any way to well the the radio stations you can actually look up on youtube Mm -hmm. i highly recommend just like putting them on as background noise if you need something to fill your time because even the the jokes hold up today (laughs) yeah i know like i've like rockstar is really good at like social commentary oh my god they're yeah they're fantastic yeah they i will say yeah like i mean this is probably my my favorite overall radio soundtracks but like my favorite like dj and like from any grand theft auto game is still like now like um what was it uh uh los santos rock radio hosted by kenny loggins himself yeah that's pretty great 
And I'm like, yeah. why, couldn't they, why, why couldn't they get him for my for uh, Vice City? I know, that would have been great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my favorite is actually a talk show from, I, I think it's from San Andreas. It's the, it's the plant guy. I forget his name. Oh, wait, yeah. I know you gotta you plant do. yourself! <laughs> Have you seen these melon? Like, oh my god! Uh, it's just, no, it's... like, I mean, we can make multiple episodes of Grand Theft Auto. We may, we may, we may do that. We may, but need to um, do that. yeah, it's um, and then there's like Laszlo, who's like, I think in every game, Laszlo is in every, Laszlo is yeah. in every game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the music's pretty, uh, pretty important. So I guess if we're gonna talk about a game, we should probably talk about the gameplay experience. Oh, who would have thought? Um, and sort of what, what I what, what I want to touch on is like something that's inherent in every uh, Grand Theft Auto game is the fact that there's the people that play through the story, and from you know to be fair, I think they all have pretty decent stories, especially the later ones. Like Grand Theft Auto Five has got one of the most intense stories I've seen. In oh yeah, game. no, like I mean, and, and you know, it's using. Well, actually, technically, last gen and current gen, yeah, sort of, uh, so, yeah, because uh, yeah, that game's like tech, four technologies. Yeah, it's like still making a shitload of money. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like it, yeah, like this one. If you love like an '80s like crime movie, this is just perfect for you. Yeah. And it's also satirical in its own way. I mean, any Rockstar game is going to be satirical, right, right, right. You know, well, look at Red Dead, even. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So. The, the thing I want to talk about mainly is the fact that, like, okay, I was someone who played through the... I've maybe played through the main campaign uh, only twice, probably. And this was, like, this was like when I first you know got what? the game. To be fair, the main campaign's actually... I don't know why. It always feels really short to me. It does feel really short. Because, like, the latter part of the game is just you buying properties. So yep. it's, like, trying to accumulate as much money as you can to yeah, buy these properties. exactly. And then like and like some of them have missions in it like uh the most notable is like the nightclub with the heist. Yep. Yeah, the fucking like driver. I forget his name, but like yeah, like the the, the one guy. No, 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 not Vance isn't involved. Like like basically to hire your crew members. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. You what like have about. to yep. Yep. like like you have to spring one out of jail, and then like the one guy who's supposed to drive away, you're supposed to beat him in a race. It's like. Why do I need to beat you in a race if you're like the best driver in town? Yeah, so I, I need to yeah. prove. And then he dies like in the beginning of like, <laughs> of, like, 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 oh, for like, like he, like the, the like he's just waiting outside for yeah. everybody, and then like he comes out and like everybody comes out with like the money. The cops are just like, "Hey guys, I got a car," <laughs> or something like that. I forget. I forget exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like. It, like it's missions like that that kind of like break up uh right. i think one other required one you need to buy in terms of gameplay is like the printing uh press or whatever yeah. the hell it is no you're right because yeah like uh that's sort of how i think the end mission starts like somebody like i think like burns down or like robs you there yeah didn't play all the way through no 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 but yeah. you, no you're you're in the right you're on the but right. like also there's like a bunch of like uh, there's a bunch of side missions yeah. that are optional. Well, the thing is, if you go through and you do the main plot, yeah, the, game, the main plot, it doesn't it doesn't take that long. But like what built what you know what pads the game is the fact that it's like it's essentially and I'm saying this in air quotes open world. Like, yeah, open. But, I mean, it's it's linear to an extent with with side quests. Well, and stuff. yeah, in terms of story, yeah, it's gonna be linear. And then the fact that you can basically you know you you do actually have to progress the plot to unlock different parts yeah. of the city. 
like there there are gates to stop you from, yeah. from exploring all of Vice City from the beginning. Yeah. But you only have to do so much, and then when you do, you have so many other possibilities open up to you. In in terms of how you can mess with the game, and that's kind of what I want to go into next is the fact yeah. that that like this is back in the day of like cheat codes. Like I I have yeah. a I still no. I still have a sheet of cheat codes there. over next to my PS2 for this game specifically. <laughs> Just pull it on your phone. Yeah. Well, I get that, but like I have it like I have it like physically. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a memento than anything. Memento. But, oh, so like that was when you were younger. Yes, it was yeah, no, yeah. It was like in the game. Yeah, we, okay. yeah, yeah. We had to like print it out. Okay. Or whatever, yeah, from like Game Facts. Yeah, I found out like four chan or something like I don't. Four chan. Get your cheat codes up. Four chan. I don't know, but like so like we would find these cheat codes, and basically my brother and I, when we were younger, would sit down and literally just like break the game by putting in like I don't know, like like. Drive on water, cheat. Cars floating. Get the tank. Uh, yeah. Constantly do the do the level do the cheat that like clears your car and level, and then yeah. also do all the different weapon packs. And we would just go and like mess with the residents of Vice City because that was kind of the most fun thing to do oh, yeah. for us. Well, I mean, in any Grand Theft Auto game, you could have. Oh, excuse me. Uh, you're gonna. <laughs> Calm down there. Uh, but yeah, now like in uh, any Grand Theft Auto game, you know you're gonna you know like blow up everything. well they're they're i mean they're meant for they're meant for you to be able to mess to experiment with, yeah yeah and you're messing no, like with... it, it is actually super interesting to um watch speed runs of vice city oh you know what? i've never done that that sounds pretty there's cool. uh one speed runner that i saw him on like one of the games done quicks series mm-hmm. and uh i i actually uh watch his stuff he does actually a bunch of grand theft auto speed runs uh, his name's like KZ Fru. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> promotion. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so like, uh, and like, uh, he does like a bunch of Vice City runs, and um, it's like super interesting, like, how they break the game. <laughs> yeah, no, it's because, like, I'm like, at, like, okay, I, I, I'm about to get a comp- degree in computer science, and like, I'm just like, Holy shit! This game is buggy as shit. Well, well I mean, like, I knew that from playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the but you I know, mean, it's it's a 2002 PS2 game. Of course, it's got some like broken glitches to it, well, especially when yeah. they especially when they port it because you know they don't do as good a job as they did on the original build. Like, oh well, that's why like you know, Grand Theft Auto Five took forever to get a PC yeah. release because when Grand Theft Auto Four came to PC, it was like a steaming pile of garbage. Still, kind of is, but yeah. yeah nowadays, with a decent computer, yeah. you can run it. Well, I think I think the interesting thing to note here is the fact that people can live out their you know eighty struggler dream, or or you can just you know you know spawn a tank and just fly around and blast yeah, them. like it's in like, anything. Yeah, like in anything. So anything. so like it's it, it's it's kind of funny how Rockstar gives the player well like hey, the cheat codes are built into the game, so it's like yeah they so, know so like the the fact that they're making it so you can exploit the game is just like hats off to them because they actually want people to like. To, yeah. to to mess with the world a bit and that's that's fun yeah, obviously and like even as limited as it is like because like it's not like no it's not like it's not it, it's, when, i mean okay yeah you can hit cars and stuff but like you know the physics aren't like you know top notch I, th- I think my favorite physics is but, like is like literally sometimes when i when you just hit another car and you have to wait to see what the smoke is if it's white smoke you're, oh, yeah. you're fine but if it's black smoke and then you, like you have about 10 seconds before the car explodes and, and then there's like you know if you flip your car it's like get the fuck out of there yeah exactly Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Flipped car is like six seconds. You're done. Yeah, it's when... like oh, apparently uh, the car is just gonna explode now. Well, is that like a? Th- I, I never. No, no we're, we're... they uh, took it out in Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay. When you flip your car, actually, yeah. you have more control to be able to flip it right back. Great. In that game, but yeah, no, like it was always 
kind of annoying. And, and I think... you and you you've done some. I mean, you you've played the P, PC version, so you've done some mods and stuff to it. Too. Yeah. So like, uh, it was need... actually my first foray. Oh, okay. For a fancy word, fifty cent word there. Uh, into the, sort of like the PC quarter. PC mod. <laughs> Sorry. You 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 owe me. Uh, <laughs> you but basically like uh, with like PC mods, like okay, so like one mod that. Like, I think I saw a YouTube video of it, and I was like, I have to have it. It's a Back to the Future mod. Yeah. Because it's like my favorite movie of all time. Uh, pun half intended. Uh, but, yeah, like, basically you'd be able to, like, to like, like, you can travel through time. And by that, it's like, you can set the date, but it's not going to do anything. Yeah, but, like, yeah. you'll, you'll be able to go forward, like, in hours and minutes. Yeah. And then, like, I think, like, in a later update... Uh, if I recall correctly, they they had like modeled like Hill Valley, yeah, like the town square and like a piece and like a sort of plot of ocean that you wouldn't even be in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's super fun to kind of mod that kind of stuff. Like yeah. even with uh, San Andreas, I think there was like a Night Rider mod that I played around with, which is like basically like God mode in a car. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's just more people projecting more eighties onto. Onto an already oh, I love it. 80s game. Yeah, no, no, it's, I, it's, it's I great. love it. But, like, what I love about these games so much is the fact that, like, Rockstar gives you, like, a semi-open world environment that's, like... Oh, yeah. Up. Like, it's... Yeah, it's just, like, a sandbox. Just but, but, oh, like, but like a modern one. Like, because when we talk about open world games, a lot of the times they're really associated with, like, medieval or fantasy settings. Yeah, like... Yeah, like, basically being able to go out onto, like, a city street. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like it's rural. No. You know, that'd be like, yeah. oh, man, yeah, I me... gotta drive, you know, ten, ten minutes down the road. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the Walgreens okay. for my prescription. Yeah, but it's it's just sort of like it's it's, the, it's sort of like the built-in cheats they give are like a good nod to like they know players are going to enjoy this, and yeah. also just like I, I they they have they have their own sense of humor with their own games. They don't take right. themselves too seriously, which no, I think they're is totally satirical. Yeah, like yeah. that's just what they do with yeah. these games, they and the, and, as, and as like a big satire on the American culture. Yeah, which it's is great. yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Same. That's what I. That's what I really love about. Unlike this parents groups, that's right. I'm calling you out, moms against violent video games or something. I may have to cut that. <laughs> you're you're off the podcast. I'm off the podcast. That was too far. Oh God. Oh God. Because they won't know it's a joke. My my huge listener. And, and my huge listener base is going to be so offended. And like obviously they're gonna they're gonna they're, they're gonna listen to a podcast about Vice City. It's like yeah. It's like how people will listen to like howard stern to be like i just want to see what he says next yeah. and like try to like yeah no no no. Like, I, I mean I'm, I'm i'm totally like kidding but like there it is kind of ridiculous the kind of mm. like backlash that some people have to these sorts of games where it's like they'll buy these games for their kids and, oh, then, yeah. and, then, and it's rated them and you right, need right. to be 17 right, right to buy it right, right so like the whole like moms against these games thing it's it's kind of baseless because it's like you you shouldn't be buying this for your kid yeah you, no you, like you need an ad- pretty much an adult like, no you're 17 yeah you know, my mom bought this for me when I was like twelve. You're not helping. No, no, like, and she knew I, I know, was like, I, I was fine. Yeah. Like, it's like you know, in terms of like video game violence, it's like people mature at different rates. And yeah, it's, and it's about you know being able to make sure that your kid can identify reality from fantasy. Yeah. So uh, we've kind of rambled about gameplay for a little while here. Yeah. So uh, I kind of want to wrap things up. But that, but like the, you know, the thing to pull from this is the fact that it's an open world game that has a relatable 
nostalgic period to it that people can indulge themselves in mm. if they want to be Scarface or if they just want to tear through Vice City. So we've talked a lot about the sort of experience of this game and the design choices that the uh, team developing it made. And basically what I pulled from it is that Grand Theft Auto Vice City is sort of like a rich sandbox sandbox open world environment that gives the player the freedom to decide what they whether they want to engage in the main story or just kind of futz around. Um, and the style and design and music of the game are sort of a lovingly crafted ode to 80s nostalgia and, you know, Miami... Drug. 80s 80s pop culture 80s and like, pop culture and like yeah like because there was like you know two major ips that you know had miami as a backdrop mm-hmm. you know scarface and right uh miami vice right, right. It's, it's it's indicative that they looked at these sources and that they turned them into a, a playable experience which I, i'm always like i'm always baffled by the fact that people can take something they see and whether it's media like film music or whatever mm-hmm. and turn it into something that's experienceable for someone who's playing a game because that's the part of game design that like enthralls me so much is the fact that like you're translating something that's a consumable media into something that's more of an experience-based thing and engage an engaging form of media yeah exactly yeah. um so like the fact that rockstar even like pulled this off and like I, I feel like a lot of people don't know about this game. Like, I know it was it was the best-selling game of the year that it was published. Yeah, but, like, yeah, people forget. Yeah, especially... No, like, uh, and one of the amazing things that I find is that this came out in 2003, you said? Right? Two. Two. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and But, like, Rot- but like Grand Theft Auto 3 came out in, like, 2001. Yeah, they had, like, they had a year. They, they literally only had a they year. They did this to... in a year. And now yeah. it's, like, there's, like... Eight year gaps between Grand Theft Autos. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it'll be for the next one at least. But yeah, like it's just kind of amazing how like uh, like GTA Three, GTA Vice City, GTA San Andreas came out basically within a three year span. Yeah, and the, it, it's crazy to me how they built such an in like how they built such an in depth game that has like such a rich environment and culture to it mm. in in a span of a year. Yep. And the amount of gameplay that's in there, too. Because, like, if you do all the side missions and stuff, you're looking at over 30 hours of gameplay, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Probably more than that. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe that just comes with... I, I feel like a lot of games nowadays, the, the, the gameplay time is a bit shorter. But Rockstar games always find a way to kind of engage players past not only the main story, but oh, just, yeah. like... Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, look at, like, Grand Theft Auto Five. I, I know I keep going back to that. No, but it's, it's okay. like, But it's like, you know... You can go golfing, and actually, the yeah. golfing's pretty good. Yeah, yeah well, you can play tennis. You can just do like almost like like all these like little things. You get like uh, strangers on the road right. or whatever. And it's totally fair to go back to those because like they're they're the sum of they're sum of the parts, right? Like each of these iterations of these games, they're getting better at making this experience. Oh yeah, and, and like the technology catches up, right? So that then they can make things um, more immersive, more right full yeah more enriched right, right i don't know so like each game you know subsequently should be better than the last in theory and i and i think that it shows that like grand theft auto 3 and vice city are like great pillars to start off of like mm-hmm. like you you're already setting the bar pretty high with these games mm-hmm. and to take it up higher from there is like pretty awesome no, every time they they know what they're doing yep they're in i think it's like in Edinburgh, Scotland, the studio is. is, is are, it's, they, are they really? It's Rockstar North is the one that makes oh, the Grand yeah. Theft Autos. Okay, you're right. And they're in Scotland, <sighs> yeah. I believe. I may be wrong. 
Yeah, don't quote us on that. But <laughs> um, anyway, so that's where I think we're going to wrap up the show. I would ask where people can find you, but I know you don't really use Twitter or anything no, like that. No, uh, I haven't used Twitter since high school. Yeah, so... so uh, It's Ed! No, no I... So it's just Dave. It's just Dave. All right. Uh, I'm Dave. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, where you can find me, you can either find the link to the podcast website in the bottom. Go uh, subscribe to us. Go... Uh, leave us a rating on iTunes, um, and you can find us on Twitter at eight bit at eight bit arch, and you can also reach us at eight bit arch at gmail dot com. So thanks for tuning in, and see you next time. Mm-hmm.